0: Hello, everyone. We're rolling. We're rolling. Perfect. Hi, and welcome to the eighth edition of the live podcast. Uh, It's crazy that we're rolling for two complete months now. Um, Hello, Henrik. Uh, We're very happy to have you here. Perfect. So, you guys are also joining. That's great. Hello, Ivanka. Um, So as every other Monday for the past two months, uh, we will be here for an hour and we're opening space here on Facebook Live to talk about a topic. And today's topic was chosen by you and it was resisting discomfort. Sounds a little bit weird. Uh, I'm gonna tell you what we mean by that and what uh, our conversation in the next uh, couple of minutes is gonna dive into. So by resisting discomfort, we really mean just stepping out of the comfort zone realizing what the comfort zone is, um, what is it to be outside of it, um, what is sometimes holding us back from it and also when we do this um, how do we really resist being out of it. So this is what we meant um, by the topic. We are super looking forward to the conversation today and um, I didn't say that but as always my name is Vikra. next to me are Daya and Vika um please tell us where who you are where you are joining from um the more people engage with us here in these conversations the better they get we can tell from experience so yes um i am welcoming you here i hope you are feeling cozy you're feeling good you have a good monday and yeah stay with us share your ideas with us and let's talk about comfort zones <clears throat>
1: Hi, guys. Um, now we take over here we, from Copenhagen. Daya, um, I, I can tell you guys a bit about what is Life Design Circle.
2: Yes. So um, for the ones who don't recognize our faces uh, for the eighth time in a row so far, <laughs> uh, we are the creative minds behind the Life Design Circle, which is a community that uh, aims to go international. And we are dealing with topics around the concept of life design. And what is life design? It's simply the, the knowledge of who we are, where we are today, and where we want to go. Um, the way how we understand uh, all those three dimensions of, of us being here and now is by using design tools, um, knowledge from the field of innovation, and very much a, an entrepreneurial mindset to tackle problems and challenges for from everyday life, but also to envision bigger Um, and seek for our dreams by putting small challenges on the way, and trying to define the steps that would lead us through those bigger dreams. And the way we're doing it is that we think that it's an individual endeavor, but we are here to do it together, we are here to support each other on this journey, and we believe that collaboration is key. So. Therefore, we created the live podcast to give a platform for more people to have access to these topics. Mm -hmm.
1: And we invite you guys to join us, um, as every evening, um, Monday evening. We invite you to join us through the comments, where you can ask us questions, also share your own experiences and your own thoughts, maybe also challenge us a bit on the way of our discussion, so we can go um, to different directions and different topics. Uh, also, please treat it as a safe space where um, you're welcome to share uh, your personal things and please also be respectful towards the other people um, so we can learn from each other and uh, gather as much insights as possible. So thank you for joining us mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just please be active all, all on the way. Mm-hmm. Um, we always appreciate it and, um, and let's talk about resisting discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe um, let's define what does it mean for us first. Uh, Wie, how do you understand resisting discomfort?
0: <laughs> mm, I think I'll start first with explaining what for me the comfort zone is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think like the, the, they're a little bit connected. Yeah. Um, I really understand comfort zone not so much as a physical space, but emotional or like in your mind you have um, this circle where the actions that you're doing, uh, they don't take that much mind space and also like physical, um, you don't feel so much pushed, uh, you feel comfortable. Um, so stepping out of it and doing something new, uh, doing something that you are um, you haven't experienced um, and you, yeah, you just can't define, um, maybe this is for me, Getting out of the comfort zone Mm -hmm. what do you
2: think yeah how about you there yeah i would love to add upon that that um a comfort zone for me it's not only a place it is place a space activities and people that we are familiar with and a comfort zone is uh not necessarily something bad it's actually there to protect us to give give us safety and support so it's vital for our well-being as well. Mm. Um, The thing that we're challenging today is a bit the intentional going out of this comfort zone, the slowly getting out of it. First of all, to acknowledge where the comfort zone is around us and what makes us uh, feel safe and secure. And then asking the question, why is it necessary to go out? do we need to be pushed out of it? Do we need to push ourselves to go out of it? Yeah. But like, what what is it behind behind this comfort zone that um, is so interesting to explore? Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, um, cool. So um,
1: I'm curious. Um, could you maybe bring some definition of the comfort zone from your personal life, like? How do you, when you are in the comfort zone? What does it mean for you? Like in as an example,
0: well, it's feeling of safety for sure. Like if you, you feel safe, you feel protected, you feel secure. Um, I think the first time that I really uh, got in touch with comfort zone and being out of the comfort zone was um, after high school when I uh, went abroad for university. It really showed me then I think for for sure I understood what was the comfort zone and what is being out of it. And um, for some time you don't feel safe, you don't have a secure ground, everything is moving, you you don't have that much things to um, really carry yourself for. Um, But step by step, then you start adapting as human beings. I think we're very good at that. Um and for like for me personally, this was really big learning back then because I really was thrown into cold waters, as they say, um, but then you just see that you can actually um even though it's very scary you you yeah, you just create a comfort zone again actually, and uh, um slowly but steadily, um, then another thing became my, my comfort zone. It's interesting how it's changing shape. Isn't it like it's not this one thing? Mm. Uh, when we are changing, I think it's changing with us also. Mm. Yeah. When what for you? Like when was uh, the first time that you experienced this big or small uh, escape of the comfort zone? Mm.
1: Um, I can answer on that. I feel for me it was quite early in my childhood. I was put in, out of comfort zone um, from yeah early age and quite often later on. And it came from like moving around when I was moving from, yeah, from one city to another, or like sometimes even from country to another country. Um, it was a huge change because then I had to change my school. I had to change um, my whole environment. So I feel, um, that was the first like small out of comfort zone, but it was quite crucial at that time. And, um, I think second, like first, I can identify the biggest, um, at that uh, age you can say, challenge I had, it was actually moving to another country and still Mm -hmm. being as a kid. At that time I was 11 years old and then to face new language, new environment, um, yeah, new culture. Mm -hmm. I think that was uh, something that I'm sure shaped me as a person um, to experience it. Um, Yeah,
2: but that was that was Mm -hmm. my experience. Um, Yeah, that's a pretty good example how comfort zones are geographically located. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Yeah, yeah. both of you mentioned that traveling abroad and moving to another country, I can totally relate to that experience as well. But I wanted to share how I felt moved um, out of my comfort zone through sharing my ideas, opinions and thoughts.
0: Mm. And
2: all my life I have been um, I've been part of different, um, like in different ways, I've been on stage. I used to dance and I used to perform. And every time before a performance, you have this bow in your stomach, butterflies. uh, You're trying to convince yourself that it's an excitement, but it's excitement mixed with fear. So it is this, this moment when you show what you're good at or like what you think you're good at what you actually love doing uh, but put place yourself under the projectors and um allow yourself to be seen so in a way during my childhood years i um i kind of get um used to the fact that i could be on stage but the interesting fact is that i was doing activities that were not using the voice i was not speaking on stage and the first year in in university in my master's degree um it was it was a very uh, explorative program so we had to share ideas and you had one minute to share your idea in a way that you gather people like you kind of invite your team over the next um, uh, quarter to work on this idea right and um, i got very excited about an idea but i wasn't Mm -hmm. Use, first of all uh, to presenting in such a fast way and then I wasn't convinced convincing enough so that I bring the crowd you know on, on board and it became this huge um, failure because I kind of mumbled and I couldn't come to the end of the idea within this one minute so but that was in front of 60 people and I was like completely red and exposed and then I sat down um, And I was thinking like, oh my God, why, why did I at all try? Because I could easily just jump on board to another idea, you know, but then, um, but then something very nice happened. I slept on it, (laughs) slept on this idea. And because we had great teachers who were encouraging discomfort a lot. Mm. So they were always mentioning, but like just whenever it doesn't feel comfortable, just try again, maybe, maybe use another form of Ooh. communication, maybe like do, do something different because the message should come across. And what I did is actually uh, that I texted our Facebook group of everybody in class and I did a small infographic to visualize what I mean by this idea and why this is important for me. And I got on board the two most amazing people in class and we had, I actually had one of the best team teamwork teamwork groups um, during my whole master's Mm.
0: Um,
2: but that was only because I didn't like I felt that this idea is so it comes from me and I see the need for that to be shared Mm. and then I just try to give my voice another shape that is more comfortable maybe for me if the first try didn't work out.
0: Yeah, Yeah. How old were you back then?
2: It was three years ago so... Mm. How old were I? 26?
0: Yeah, 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 okay.
2: 25?
0: No, I was wondering, because a a couple of times you also mentioned um, that also as a kid, you had some experiences and you were um, also comparing both of them. And I was wondering, I think I personally see a very interesting correlation between um, the experiences that we had in childhood and also the way we have been raised. And raised it could be by our parents, also by our teachers. Um, but maybe this has some kind of connection to then resisting discomfort or stepping out of the comfort zone um, When you grow up, I can say that in my family uh, both my parents are uh, professional supporters So it was always I, I could see by example how they really go um, Further than their goals uh, They're trying very hard um, and it was somehow in our yeah home to just be that i was pushed as a kid to try a lot of things a lot of them were very uncomfortable but uh when you maybe in you know, an early age um try all these things you feel a little bit more comfortable than growing up do you agree like do you yeah, think
1: i can completely agree about that. i think as we also talked in our previous episode like it, you being shaped as a kid a lot which affects um how you are as an adult. So if you had those experiences of uh yeah, being out of comfort zone, it's for sure shaped you as a person today. Um yeah. I, I could also bring example to this. Um my personal example, uh so when I moved into Denmark, which when I was 19 years old, and then I had to go through um all of those, those things such as uh, creating my environment, you know, and making friends, getting a job and things like that. And I remember uh, like those days when people ask me how was it, like it was a struggle probably. Um, I actually come back to thinking about this and I don't remember so much struggle. And um, I was like wondering why so. Of course it was challenging, it was new. I had to like start from the beginning. But then I just realized that I have already experienced this like back when I was a kid. So uh, for me, it was not so difficult and comparing myself to my classmates, let's say that for them was the first time they actually moved out of the home country, the uh, hometown the, uh, from living with their parents and having this circle of friends around them. And then they had to start it all over again. Uh, for them was quite struggling because it was the first time, they like she had to experience this so um yeah so i think it uh it shapes you your experiences like as we also said like your comfort zone is changing so the experiences you have um as a childhood um reflects um like what what uh who are you as an adult and yeah and how can you deal with certain situations
0: yeah. yeah
2: we have henrik here sharing with us Um, a similar experience of speaking up in class. I guess this is the first experience that uh, we have, as kids, um, sharing our opinions in front of the other students and classmates. So, um, he got supported by a classmate to share, to to speak up, and and the classmate said, like, it is very, like, you know it is important and please speak up. And when he actually tried out, he realized that, it was just because he was not used to hear his own voice. Mm. And the thing mm. is, we hear our own voice through our bone and not ears. Mm. That is an amazing wow, mm. And um, that is really interesting because um, also by hearing our own voice, we are exposing our truth. And we're hoping that the people who are listening are going to support that truth or at least be gentle enough to what we have to say. And um, for some reason, I think that with kids, it's always difficult because not so many parents treat them also as like equals or adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have this kind of memories or experience? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Go> ahead, <Dika. laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I feel um in my childhood was um yeah, um so um to say I was born in Ukraine and um this is like where I spent my first eleven years of my life. And I think in our society, um it, it is a lot about karaoke. So you have to be like respectful toward the adults and um you always as a child feel like lover way very, very love in this karaoke <laughs> actually i think it's also reflected in in schools um yeah for me it was quite surprised like when i moved to poland and then kids were treated like like you know higher maybe not as, not higher than teachers but like you know um, often parents could take the child's side and actually complain the teachers. Whereas in Ukraine, a teacher was always the right person. Like, whatever he said, like, you you were always wrong, you know? <laughs> so at least this is like the experience from a small town. And I feel, um, yeah, I feel it, I don't know if it affected me, but it was quite difficult to, <laughs> for the first years of your life to, um, you know, stand up and uh, have your voice out there and then uh, communicate. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also, as a kid, I was shy, so they also can come come along with that. So, um, yeah, but I see it as a combination of those two reasons. Um, um, Yeah, speaking up could be a quite challenging thing. So, um, but uh, to to add on that, continue on that, I think is um, important actually to put yourself out there. And once you do it, it's scary, it's, um, you know, you get maybe anxious. Oh, we I hope you're still there. <laughs> we lost you uh, <laughs> last, we time, last time. Last time we, we lost ourselves. I hope you're gonna come back. In the meantime, I can finish the story. Jasper, mm. <laughs> um, yes. So um, actually, to to say those days, I'm doing a lot of um, public speaking. Maybe not a lot, but uh, for me, it's quite a lot comparing to the beginning,
2: <laughs> where I
1: was afraid to speak up in the front of the classroom. Uh, those days I'm running the, the design kids group where I have to get in front of the people and actually um, talk to them. Uh, and then uh, this is the time when I have to um, face my uh, fears from, from before. And I have to say it became quite comfortable. Of course, there are still some fear before I get out there and I have to speak. Um, but the more you do it, the more comfortable we become in this role. and uh, um maybe that time when I was a kid I would never imagine it can be this comfortable. But it's just a matter of practicing and
2: getting out there and doing that. Yeah. So getting and out of your comfort zone. Yeah. And when we're talking about practicing, we also we can come back to the example of athletes. It's kind of a muscle that we understand uh, it's being trained. So the more you're mm-hmm. you're getting yourself out there, the more you get comfortable with it. And coming with the very first example uh, that we mentioned about uh, about discomfort, um, if your comfort zone is one in the beginning of your of your childhood, then the more layers you, you add upon it, um, the more you extend the comfort zone. So you get comfortable in other zones, and it's kind of always evolving. So you don't need to think about the comfort zone as this small little piece around you that is only a couple of centimeters but you are actively shaping your comfort zone by proceeding in life and exploring other dimensions that you are interested in Mm. and which also reminds me of the fact that when we say let yourself be out there so Mm. if we question like where is this out there like out where out of my house out of my um out of my yeah room where is the out there um i would say the out there is different groups different if you if you only have one group that you feel comfortable with or one activity that you're doing um then just try to make more bridges with the world try to make more connections because because then the out there could be um the more connections you make, the more you find the right people and the right activities and the right zones that you actually belong to. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Which brings me closer to this um, differentiation between the feeling of belonging and the feeling of, um, yeah, the feeling of belonging and the feeling of adjusting. That will be, in like in one comfort zone you're kind of adjusting to whatever um yeah whatever circle you are currently you you found yourself in circle right and then you were able to adjust to this circle but if you are if you resist a bit the discomfort of looking a bit further maybe you'll find another zone that you would completely belong to and feel so much more yourself mm. and being able to share more with the world um so the the, the adjusting part would be less than uh, if you just stay at one place. Mm. Um, so, yes. So, this is the other aspect of how
1: can you resist discomfort? Um, yeah, discomfort mm. that you feel maybe in a space where you could, where, where where are you already? When you are already out of comfort zone, you can just like remain a little bit longer like that and um, wait for the better times when you can find better opportunity um, to find yourself in. Uh, mm. But okay, girls, but why are we talking about the comfort zone and like why it's, you think it's important to get out of it? Um, yeah, how can we benefit from it?
0: Mm. Good question. I just wanted to bring oh. us back to this actually. We uh, and...
1: can't hear you. We... Okay, we have a um, little technological mm. issues. Yeah. How's um, is it now? Maybe we can try as last time if you refresh mm. and then hopefully we can hear you again. <laughs> In the meantime, maybe Daya, sure. why why it you wanna share why it's
2: important? Um, why it's important? Well, first of all, I feel like I think I already mentioned it. I feel that it's very important to know where your comfort zone is because that's the safe space that you can come back always when you feel like the world outside is offering you only a battlefield. When after an exhausting day, after you're, you have been out and fighting for your dreams or sharing your opinions, you need to know where your place of belonging is and come back to that place to recharge. But also it is important so that we, we just grow when we go out. Because not knowing gives us more information of what, what exactly don't we know <laughs> that exists outside. <laughs> Um sometimes it's scary sometimes it's um it's we're questioning is it necessary to go out but every every step outside of your comfort zone is actually a step towards yourself because it gives you more information on like how far your boundaries can stretch mm. and how far um you can you can explore and how far you can grow as a person mm. and yeah i think it's because also you don't lock yourself on a one certain thing
1: of the person you are, but you you actually still have so much sides of you, you can explore, but you will not know about them until you actually get out of this comfort zone and try to see yourself. How can you yeah behave, perform in different environments? And it's so many things you can learn about yourself. And I think it's quite a shame just to stop in one point of yeah discovering yourself and uh, growing as a person. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. What do you think? We-
0: I'm just trying. Can you hear me? Oh no okay. it's such
2: a shame we can't hear you so for the people who are just joining we're at the alive podcast and this is exactly a very good example of discomfort when you are <laughs> alive and we come up with, <laughs> with super original ideas to make a podcast that should be alive so uh, you can also see us but uh, the reason why we're doing is is because we want to be more explorative so those are the challenges and we'll try to Deal with it today. I hope you're still with us, and I hope you wanna give some thumbs up or mm. some comments and contribute to our conversation here in the in the space. It made me think maybe our house slash
1: audience can hear Vih- Vihra, but we cannot.
2: Oh. Can it be a case? <laughs> me?
1: <on> <laughs> you can hear Vihra. Can please you let us know? <laughs> we can't have a conversation anyway, but.
0: <laughs> but you we can hear to, me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, this
1: is, yeah, this is our comfort zone when we have some technological issues we can't solve. Oh,
0: oh my God, God.
1: Wow.
2: I can hear
0: you. Yes, 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 oh, no. no. I mean, it's good.
2: <laughs> okay. okay, so today, guys, you and <laughs> are very much our bridge <laughs> to be <Mikra>. Yes. <laughs> 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 you, can, you can follow up the conversation and share. <laughs> but wow. Maybe you share some, some stories and then we'll try to uh, reconnect. So, let's see. All right.
0: Yes, yeah. we can do that too. Um, thank you so much for your patience and also staying with us. Um, this is absolutely us getting out of the comfort zone. And we were actually um, thinking about uh, today or year, how back then, I think it was a, uh, exactly eight weeks ago, we started the podcast and the first episode of us being live was a very big jump out of the comfort zone. Um, so... Then slowly, I think, after the fourth or, um, yeah, the, the fifth, the sixth, uh, slowly it gets into something that we know. We had a routine. Now I have the girls back. Girls, can you hear me? And Who yes. Comes? Hi. So the technology All right. Issue was I good. was just telling how it's interesting how um, eight weeks ago we started this podcast. It was absolutely out of the comfort zone. Then we went into a routine. And I must say that right now we, like, the whole coming live in Facebook, which eight weeks ago, it was so scary for all of us, um, is now working. So this is also a transition into a comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a pretty good uh, example.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, as we're reconnected, maybe I can, um, it's nice that we explained, like, why is it important to go out of the, resist uh, discomfort and go out of the comfort zone. Um, Maybe we can, Think or talk about what is exactly keeping us from doing this? What is standing on our way? Like what is exactly the one thing that we can't overcome and sometimes we we stay back in the comfort zone? Is it fear? Is it I mean discomfort? Okay, but what exactly is discomfort? Yeah. Also, the audience, feel free to also tell us what you think.
1: Yeah, please share your own perspectives. I would we would love to know about them. Um I think for I could say from my own experience, and probably many people can relate, but let's see. It's, I think it's, this is the paralyzing fear. Um, That that was actually the issue for me in the beginning, um, where I could feel uh, fear when I was out of my comfort zone, doing something new. And then it was the state where I couldn't act from that point. But I think what I learned through the time is actually to recognize this fear and acknowledge it's there um, mm. because when you do so it's easier to act from that point you just say to yourself okay I know I'm afraid right now I know it's a little bit scary and I feel mm. uncomfortable but then how can I behave from this point and when you put this narrative to yourself I think it's so much easier to actually um, get back to yourself reconnect to yourself because I think this is the difference when the fear actually blocks The connection from uh, from you to your your inner self and then you don't know how to act from that point so when you actually recognize it and then you establish this connection back again with yourself it's way easier to to find yourself in this discomfort
0: i absolutely agree i think something that for me changed a lot the whole concept was that understanding that fear is actually your mind just wanting to keep you safe And when you realize that this is a natural instinct all of us have fears and it's not a sign oh you don't have like you should not do this it's rather okay this is maybe something we don't know but we can try going there so it's really um not being stopped by the fear and taking it as an identification this is something bad but rather Mm -hmm. going with it even though
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say also befriend your fear because that's the best sign where like where your boundaries lie. And um, if you are familiar with the concept of fight, flight, or freeze, this is the triangle of reactions that we all have. We either go into flight mode and we try to escape something that is coming our way and is very uncomfortable to re- to yeah to let in or we freeze, then we kind of become numb. We don't have a voice and we just do as society expects us to do. We continue doing our jobs, we continue doing our routines. And um, yeah, we behave as everything is normal, but deep down it's not really normal. So it's good to befriend your fear and to get out those emotions and those mm-hmm. healings and recognize why is it, isn't it normal. And um, what did I say? Fight, flight, and freeze. So the fight is when you get into a very aggressive mode and you are actually uh, trying to fight the fear and saying, like, why are you here? I don't want you to be here. So those three are very natural reactions that we all have. And some people um, have all of them, all of three of them, or some people um, yeah, initially go towards one of them. but. Um, Only saying like, yes, befriend your fear sometimes is difficult. So I would like to um, mention one um, very nice uh, speaker who helped me a lot, uh, Mel Robbins. She talks a lot about fear and she says that um, scientifically proven it is that fear and excitement, your body recognizes it in the same way, but just we name it fear or excitement. Mm -hmm. So whenever she goes on stage, for example, she would just recognize the emotion that she has like the physical reaction of her body and she says like okay so uh, apparently i'm excited to to whatever is coming and not only Very that beautiful. but she she uses this trick of being prepared you know when when a rocket launches you count down because that gets you ready to go and move forward or mm-hmm. like if it's a sprint or a marathon so she would use this very simple trick of uh, counting from five four three two one and then your your whole body gets ready instinctively to move forward and to get this excitement on board wow. i really
0: love that yeah
2: mm-hmm. i think it's quite empowering Like to think
1: this way because next time if you feel the fear coming in, you just start to think, oh, this is just excitement. And I think just changing your mindset can uh, make a lot of a difference.
0: Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Um, Henrik also joined us with a comment. Um, I will share it in a second. Uh, And he was, uh, he's saying actually very similar um, explanation to what we said that, it is about fear. Our brain looks for um, in place where situation is dangerous. Then it has to decide to fight or run. Then the brain has to understand the situation is okay, and new comfort zones mm. can be built.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Wow, super nice comment. Do we have a challenge for our audience today? Can we come up with something?
0: Mm.
2: Already know. <laughs> mm. It's always a time for a good challenge. <laughs> mm.
0: mm-hmm.
2: Our hosts, sorry. This is a row that I don't want to steal from you guys. (laughs) Maybe we'll come up by the end of the
1: session and then we can challenge. Because if you don't have a clear idea now
0: or otherwise. (laughs) I don't have no no. (laughs) Um
2: I would like to maybe mention something that's not a challenge but is also another source of inspiration. It's a book, um, and it's uh, by it's written by Daniel Kahneman. He's a very famous figure in the world of uh, behavioral psychology as well. And he's uh, the book is called Thinking Fast and Slow. Um, I'm pretty sure many of you have heard of it, uh, but if not, um, the main insight that I would like to share from this book is very related to what Henrik says. Um, so. We have apparently this um, systematic thinking that uh, Kahneman mentions like System 1 and System 2. And it's all about our habits. So basically saying like System 1 is the one that it has collected habits over over time. And we got familiar with how to walk, how to ride a bike, how to swim. So every time when you encounter something new, system two is actually kicking in and saying like whoa this is something interesting that's a new thing i've never tried this out and then you kind of get ready to explore this field and the first times when you ride a bike is quite hard right but how people say it like once you learn it you you know it for all your life that's because the thing from system two is coming back to system one and doing the magic of incorporating it, it, integrating it in your normal behavior. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The trick here is that Mm -hmm. we don't challenge this anymore. Once you get it as a habit, you start doing, making your coffee probably in the same way that you used to do it or like swimming in the same way. So you don't question it anymore. And Mm -hmm. here might be one of the challenges for you guys. Um, Try to look back to what you have already as habits Maybe some of them you like, but maybe some of them you created years ago and you don't really know why you're doing still this thing, but you're kind of used to it. So um, I would like to invite you to challenge those habits and try to, uh, to do it in a different way next time when you hop on the bike. Maybe mm-hmm. go through, like it, it could be just going through a different environment, a different way to work. Mm-hmm. That would be a simple example.
0: I love this, and I, I want to add like in this direction that maybe we can see getting out of the comfort zone uh, as a muscle. So we need to train a muscle uh, in order to do this because the funny thing with comfort zone is that if you don't do anything, it just shrinks. So it gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and you tend to to find it even harder than to get out of it and do something new. Um, and that's why I really like to see it as a muscle, the way we train our body, uh you can just train this um idea in your mind to to just okay let's let me do something um unknown, something that I haven't tried. Um and in this way maybe we can then create this, a little small ball effect that you really do it even just a little bit, just small on a daily basis, but then you don't have this much, uh that big of a resistance towards oh I'm stepping now out of the comfort zone. Mm-hmm. What are what are some small um, steps out of the comfort zone that we can maybe give to our hosts and audience?
2: Um, we can also get inspired by the life design circle. What are the small things that make us go out of this? Mm-hmm. Mm. So comfort. Yeah. And pillows. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, I think maybe as a first, step is to identify where you want to go because then if you still keep it in theory uh, you can get familiar um, with the idea of you being in a different place in some time in future Um, so when you bring this idea to yourself and then you start to contemplate on it um, it becomes easier to take the first step
2: towards it Mm -hmm. Um, i think Yeah, finding very much the motivation, what drives you to get out there, and it might be something very personal, it might be be an individual um, curiosity to, to look a little bit beyond what you know, but it also, it might be something connected to other people, I don't know why I'm coming back, maybe because we were talking about muscles, I'm coming back to the context of sports, and people who do sports, athletes, so... On one hand, they're individually doing something difficult because it's not so comfortable to train every single day and have a very specific um, schedule, very specific diets that you have to follow. So you have to restructure your whole life around this. But it's your individual um, goal and intention to become better in this sport. So it, it might be this drive that you have that is very personal, but also there are plenty of, um, of team sports. And then I think it becomes a little bit like this bigger vision, this bigger, bigger mm-hmm. dream that the whole team has. And you might do it for your own good, but you also might be doing it because you're so close to your, your team members and you want to, to do the best for them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: don't think that it's only like a individual task. You could be driven by, um, other factors Mm -hmm. that are not tangible at all. It could be not a prize, but only like simply people. Mm
0: -hmm. I love this. And I really love how you incorporated like the the team feeling out of it, because uh, we were also uh, talking about Life Design Circle and this is what we, um, in a way, also want to provide for people. So yes, let's jump out of the comfort zone, but also let's do it together because it's a little bit scary (laughs) and then we Mm -hmm. can share uh, the experience together yes yeah
1: um i want to say thank you to henrik for being active tonight with us um he says like you can start from for example eating ice cream for lunch to break your routine of a Mm -hmm. normal lunch Mm -hmm. i really (laughs) like this one it's just something people would not usually do but it was something that actually can push you out of your regular way of thinking and uh yeah i think it's a great step just swap things around Mm -hmm. change your everyday routines,
2: (laughs) if you feel like eating your candy before lunch, you are very much allowed to do so.
0: (laughs) You're always allowed to do so. now I
2: wonder if it's out of comfort zone or if there's a
1: comfort zone, actually.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's actually a very good transition into Jeppe's uh, question. Um, He's asking us, in what areas are you staying within your comfort zones? Is there anything you know you should be pushing through that you aren't? Mm. Really nice one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this is exactly exactly what we mean by challenge us in yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Make us <a> feel uncomfortable. Silence. <laughs> <those stylists>. yeah. <laughs> I can start. Uh, it's interesting how I, I told the girls a little bit before when we were setting the podcast that I feel that finally I am even craving my comfort zone. Um, The past few years I was jumping from um, one circle of outside the comfort zone to another. I was challenging myself a lot and it was great and I learned a lot of things. I can see some kind of personal growth when I look back Um, but at the same time we need the comfort zone and we need this uh, place of safety which as I said for me at least personally uh, was disappearing a little bit and I was Feeling a bit lost in everything that I uh, that I was doing, so currently uh, my situation is me seeking the comfort zone back again, or knowing where uh, where can I find this. And here, negative zone, uh, comfort zone is not negatively meant. It's just this place that gives you maybe roots, maybe something to hold on to. Um, so this is me escaping your question, Yep. <laughs> <I'm- laughs> <laughs> the comfort zone <laughs> um,
2: hmm. mm, that is a very yeah that is a very good one that like that you are able to create your comfort zone within different uh contexts um, that kind of makes you able to escape the discomfort right mm-hmm. um, I remember that when i when I left my home country. I was this young teenager who was very um secure that uh, I can I can do whatever I want I can I can challenge myself and I can um I can reach the stars in a way so mm. I remember that I tried to understand but I realized how comfortable I am at my in my own country with my family that was supportive with my friends that are even though they're teasing you they're always on your side so it wasn't really a challenging environment and i remember that the thought that was leading me was basically okay what if i eliminate this factor what if i am not around my family what if i am not with my best friends in the same country what if i choose another country to study um it was very possible to follow the stream but then i intentionally placed myself in uncomfortable positions just to Figure out how strong I am, let's say, and I figured it out. But it was also a harsh lesson uh, because one day I realized I have pushed. If you imagine there is a chair, I have I have kind of eliminated all the legs of the chair, all four, and I was kind of floating in the air with no stability at all. So then it was a time when I got a little bit lost and I I got scared because I didn't have any roots um so that i can fly Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and this coming back to vic's idea of creating comfort zones i think since then i started building bridges to other people and things that i love doing because that 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 enables me to create a comfort zone for myself everywhere where i go and i bring my you know my Mm -hmm. secure activities or so or people that i meet on the way um, yeah, but it's very much true that um, also within Europe, I, I must say that it's very difficult to mm. challenge ourselves so much. I would love to explore other cultural contexts more often um, and go abroad to South America or somewhere else where like, everything challenges you, even the way mm. people communicate with each other, the way they live mm. together. So yeah, this is one one piece that I haven't explored yet so so far. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's quite
1: interesting to see how similar we are here. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> therefore, guys, please bring your perspective because the way we lived, it's not as everyone do. <laughs> But I felt quite the same. I really liked your explanation with the le- uh, chair and having legs taken mm. away. <laughs> I felt I was floating in one point in my life as well and I didn't know where my roots supposed to go. Um, but I could see some good aspects of that because I think therefore that we tried so many things and that moment in our life um, brought us to our current situation where our comfort zone is quite broad. So we, even though in that moment of our life, maybe we didn't have those roots, we didn't know like who we are, where we are and where we want to be. But it get us to explore different aspects of ourselves and definitely we learn from those experiences. And by trying so many things, I think we brought this to our life and um, decided where our roots we want to put mm. and leave.
2: Decided. I really want to emphasize in this word, Vika, thanks for reminding <laughs> me because the first time when I read our title resisting discomfort I was thinking why resisting and how can like what is what is this verb why resisting <laughs> <laughs> then I realized that what I appreciate about it is that it's an intentional action It it is you recognize the discomfort and you still choose to go through it because this is like the the purpose the direction is bigger than this small little discomfort anyway so Mm -hmm. thank you
0: for bringing that point yeah i love this um and i think it's nice to also mention within life design circle how exactly is like yes the topic connected but i have the feeling that what i'm trying to say is that um very often we we tend to face situations uh, based on experience that we have uh, we had in the childhood, as I said, and sometimes like we are, it's great that we're talking about success stories and how we have grown from our experience and it told us something new, but sometimes we fail. Sometimes things don't um, really happen the way we wanted them and this could really be a huge um, moment in our lives because with Life Design Circle, we want to empower and inspire more people, go towards their dreams, get out of the comfort zone, really visualize a bigger life, go for it. But if you have experienced things like this in your life, it might be a little bit harder. It might be really um, this fear of, I think it's called performance anxiety, um, when you, you start doubting yourself a lot. You start, um, when there is a new opportunity coming um, for you, you start being like, ah, but maybe this won't work. Maybe I I better stay here. I mean, in the comfort zone, you can't really fail that much. Maybe you can't even Mm -hmm. fail at at all. Um, So I want to challenge us in in these last minutes of the podcast to really think about um, talking about life design and designing the life in the future. How can we overcome the fear or maybe the memories of failure And yeah, yeah. it was a very hard thing for me. Like today when I was like making uh, my thoughts for the podcast, I was really, this was something that um, I I didn't, I I don't know what's the answer to it. I don't know how, yeah, maybe you can help me out.
1: Um, I think it might be quite difficult to deal with the things that you experienced before this point of your life when you had actually went through the sphere and then it maybe stayed as a trauma. Um, those things are actually quite difficult to to resist and uh, to to come back and actually change the situation. But still with the small steps, we can do it. But actually I wanted to focus maybe on the future part because of course um, in the past, um, past is always a little bit more challenging to change. Ooh. But when we are right now, um, I think it's quite important to, uh, put yourself in the mindset that you might fail, it can happen, and mm. just be ready for that. Mm. Because I think maybe in the past it took us by surprise and we were just not ready for this. And there was something that overwhelmed us and then make effect for, uh, on us right now. But we, we come for our like future steps that we're gonna take in our life. I think it's just important to be ready for that, that acknowledge that we might fail. And in this way, don't stop yourself from trying further, because I think the moment you acknowledge that, the moment you realize uh, it is a possibility, you're not fearing it so much, because you're Mm. already familiar with the thought. And uh, we we might fail, of course, we all do, but I think it's important just not to stop and keep going. It's Mm. like, I don't know, let's say applying jobs, one point you can just uh, feel disappointed because you didn't receive answer or like, or you've been said, they're not interested, but yeah. you just have to keep going, keep going because you might send, you know, ninety nine of applications and then no one will answer you. But then gonna be hundred one that will say like, wow, we love your work, we amazed, yeah. and uh, so just keep going, don't stop there, and be ready. That's gonna be difficult, but but um,
0: yeah.
2: keep going. I think there would be mean, advice for my idea.
0: Yeah.
2: Wow. Well, it's a big challenge, I guess, to um, to love our failures, right? Mm. How can you love a failure or something that made you feel uncomfortable and maybe belittled you in the, in the eyes of others? Um, however, I think the question we are seeking for is, how long do we want to keep that failure with us? Um, do you want to carry this as like your small little backpack throughout your life, or you just want to leave it back there where it happens Acknowledge that it happened and learn from it. I think, especially for me, I would like to continue accepting every day as a new day, a new beginning, and full of opportunities. And that yesterday somebody rejected me doesn't mean that today somebody else wouldn't meet me and mm. and mm. see the the yeah the very best that I can offer. Um, so I guess the less you bring with you and carry this heavy luggage um the more you see how light um life could be without it mm-hmm. and this is an active um an active process of appreciating learning from it and leaving it aside so that you can continue learn new things and mm-hmm. um and one very inspiring example for me i uh, i want to share is i watched this documentary it's from the world of science right and there was a team um exploring the black holes um in space so um they were experimenting and they wanted to discover finally the essence of a a black hole and they were they had this amazing technology they have researched for five years they were so close to figuring it all out and you can imagine how scientists when they are into their subject they're all in Um, the head of this team was a, a lady who mentioned how her family suffers from time to time because she doesn't really spend time with them because of her desire to gain more knowledge and to bring something a piece of of history you know um so the whole documentary was around this experiment and we all felt so hopeful for them that they they finally discovered this this uh, truth um and then it miserably failed. Like the whole room was silent um, on and off screen, on the documentary, and then they miserably failed. They couldn't prove their theory, they couldn't prove anything. So in a second, five years of work and sacrifice were just erased like this. And as much as I I felt sorry for for this this amazing leader of the team, um, she suffered for exactly one minute. And then i remember her saying like well guys we just start from scratch like this was not it this was not it, wow, it and i thought this is so inspiring why because science is something that you can't predict you can't really have the you know the answers to the universe and the cosmos right away here on the table you fight for it you sacrifice for it and you go forward because there is a desire And there is something bigger that you you want to accomplish and it's your your choice if you want to do this or you want to spend time with your family and if it's the second one and you feel so bad leaving them then you probably must not become a scientist Mm -hmm. but the fact that you're doing this choice and those are your decisions it made it so easy for her to say team we just move on we keep on going until we find the answer i think this is the most inspiring example
0: for for a person who can just move forward and learn from failure it's quite that's a brilliant brilliant example also you're saying yeah science is such an uncertain thing yes and with life it's exactly no one can really tell you if what you're going for right now is the right path but if you feel like if you know for yourself that this is exactly the right decision this is exactly what you should be doing and stepping like with all the fear with all the failure, um, leaving all the failure aside, and just going there. Yeah. It's really beautiful. Another small thing that I uh, also want to add on this is that very often we tend to remember the failure because it hurts us much more. Um, We somehow, we don't celebrate failure, but we really give it way too much energy and thought and it stays as a big wound um, for us and our successes, we somehow tend to forget them very or at least faster than the failures. So I I would yeah, challenge all of us to try to find balance between both of them and really celebrate your successes and also celebrate your failures. It's, we all do them and the more playful and also funny, um, we try to interact with them uh, and accept them. I think the, the easier we can let them go.
1: You can also celebrate them as a the learning process because even though you fail, felt- for sure you learned a lot on the way so it didn't go for nothing
0: um
2: remember that yeah and i would say as like maybe closing sentence um keep your vision keep your motivation there feed it feed it with nice words feed it with examples feed it with compliments that others give you those compliments are there because they're important and whenever you're in doubt, just go back to the motivation. Why are why am I doing this? Why this discomfort? And for sure, like, make sure that the discomforts that you choose are worth the effort. Mm. Because mm. that is also another, another big thing. Is it every time that we need to suffer for something? <laughs> or just choose your battles
1: smartly. Yeah. yeah. On that note, thank you guys for joining us. Um on this Monday evening and uh, being part of this conversation. Um, Yeah, we always appreciate you joining us with the questions, your comments. So thank you for everyone who joined and also uh, everyone who was listening listening to us as well. Uh, We invite you to vote for the next topic of the session of a live podcast. Uh, It's going to appear tonight on the event. So please go there and help us decide on the following topic. And um, thank you once again
0: <laughs> from yeah. Copenhagen and from. Thank you from Bulgaria. I really want to uh, to thank everyone that uh, you stayed through our little technical problems. Uh, we really appreciate you, um, and also having this conversation uh, with you makes us it gives us just much more uh, insights. Uh, on a last note, I just wanted to say that uh, all our episodes are uploaded afterwards in Spotify so if you feel like sharing it with somebody that you know could might benefit for uh, from it or might find it useful uh you can feel free to share always give us feedback um write yeah write us comments anything we're very happy for it
2: yeah i would also like to thank you guys for being our comfort zone today and every monday <laughs> yes and we really hope for the future um, that we could be your comfort zone of sharing more of yourselves with the world so thanks